0: So welcome everybody. This is episode 72 of Running 44 at 60. Now on today's episode, it's not about running 44 at 60, it's about running 26.2. 26.2 miles of the London Marathon. And I've got seven or seven people I think is on the show tonight who are gonna tell you about their London Marathon experiences. from the lady who two years ago had never run or hardly run at all, completed the London Marathon, to people who've had you know great times for their age group, good for age times for London, some amazing first time runner experiences as well. So whatever level of running you're at, there's going to be something in for the show for you today. So please join our guests. I've got, I'm going to give them a quick shout out before they come on. So we've got Helen, Claire, we've got Jim, Katie, we've got Ben, Leah, and we've got Matt as well. So Enjoy the show and I hope it inspires you if you're a new to running or you're thinking about doing that first marathon. I hope it inspires you to get out there and run a marathon. It might not be London because the ballot has closed, but, you know, it could be a marathon. There's loads to choose from. So let's go and meet everybody who ran the London Marathon. So welcome, everybody. Great to see you all here. I've got six people with me who've all run the London Marathon eight days ago, whenever it was. And um, we're going to start with Helen. Now, Helen, you've got a great story to tell, haven't you? Because a couple of years ago, you were a complete non-runner, weren't you?
1: Oh, absolutely. Never ran. Hated it at school, which is a very, very long time ago. And, um, yeah, well, my husband did his Achilles in, so we couldn't play tennis anymore. So a friend of mine said, why don't you download Couch to 5K, which I've never heard of. And this was June 19. Um, And to my astonishment um, (laughs) of my family... Um, I, um, I put on my trainers and I went out, um, to somewhere where no one could see me. And, uh, anyway, (laughs) I progressed, started to quite enjoy it, um, and was absolutely thrilled when I did 5k.
0: Fantastic. So at what point did you, when you got to 5k, did you think, Oh, clearly the next step is to go and run the marathon?
1: (laughs) Well, So I'm a nurse and I gave up work last year to nurse a terminally ill relative and through lockdown I just kept running and she was so thrilled when I did 10 miles I thought that was it but after she died I decided to challenge myself and do another three and get to a half marathon that was last November and then February I happened to see that Shelterbox had some places for the marathon and you could express an interest which I did, but I never thought I'd get in. I mean, I never—I didn't really want to, really. Um, <laughs> and to my astonishment, they chose me to run it as one of their five runners, and um, and then I was committed. So, <laughs> so then, um, yeah, I've trained and I've done it. It's an absolute miracle. I can't fantastic. believe it.
2: Yeah,
0: fantastic. And did you have a great day?
1: I had a wonderful time. I could not believe how exhilarating it was. I was petrified, absolutely petrified for months beforehand, the weekend before I was just a nervous wreck. Um, and absolutely, from the start line, I had a ball, honestly. I, I'm still on top of the world now.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> and uh, man Leah, was this your first uh, London, well, your first marathon or your first London marathon?
3: Um, <laughs> yes, sort of. Um, so I... I was one of those people that got uh, extremely lucky and got a, a ballot place um, for April 2020 back in October 2019. And then obviously the last 18 months happened, so it got delayed and then got delayed again. Um, and so I've spent two years waiting and trained for the same marathon three times. Um, um. So the, the the motivation has definitely
4: struggled. It's, it's been a test, hasn't it? Yeah.
3: Definitely. Definitely. This third time has been really tricky. Um, we, when we got to, kind of, last summer, having trained twice for it, we, we did do the virtual London marathon, um, which is the two of us trudging through the rain. Um, and then, eventually found, yeah, got to got to be in London. Um and just incredible. Wow.
4: Incredible.
0: Wow, I and, and I think um, you ran around together, didn't you? Is that right?
3: Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yes.
4: We um we had separate start times and separate um, start lines. Right. So um how did you London...
2: work that well? <laughs> out? Sorry, say again. How did you work how did you meet up if you were at different starts?
4: We had the um, we both had mobile phones and um, the the app the official London Marathon app is surprisingly accurate. It works quite well, and um, we um, I, I simply I, I simply phoned Leah's parents who were tracking us on the app, and they told me <laughs> to speed up or slow down, and eventually we we met up. And um, yeah, the, the, the app is very accurate. So yes, that's how we found each other most. 30,000
0: people. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, think I, think yes. more, I think there's more than 30,000 there, wasn't there? That's amazing. How, how long into the run were you before you actually met up then?
4: About, uh, about three miles. Yeah,
0: about okay. three miles. Okay. So Katie and Jim, did you run around together as well? or No, we
2: had, no. Different, <laughs> we had different start times and different... Um, different
0: color starts as well. Ah, okay. Cuz I was looking at your halfway point times which are very very similar and I thought, oh, Jim looks like he was a few seconds ahead at halfway and then you just burnt him off Katie in the second half. So, uh I did,
2: I did bump into him. Okay. Uh, what was that? <laughs> 22 and a half.
0: and a half. Wow. Now Jim, you've and, done uh... I think you've done a few marathons before, that Jim, haven't you? Yeah, this was my 10th. First one in London. Like like clear I got the uh, got a bungalow place a couple of years ago and w- we thought we might as well get Katie in on a charity place yeah so we could go together Great. and my my romantic view was of us both crossing the line together but I couldn't keep up with her <laughs> he told me to go <laughs> she caught me at 22 and a half miles and I said go Kate go she was doing so well so she did uh Claire's just, Claire, Claire's just arrived. Well, uh, so Katie, um now you had a place, charity place. Do you want to tell us about that and how you did your fundraising as well?
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> I didn't want to just ask for money, so I thought I needed I to mind. do I needed to do something to raise the money. So I crocheted 250 hats and sold them.
0: Wow. Wow. Yeah. And, and I, I'm
2: a bit over hats, oh,
0: to be fair. <laughs> i missed a trick here because I've got one of those and I should have been wearing it. I should have been be wearing it on my head, really. So, uh, you did. And you had a fantastic time, didn't you? You were, you were I was a PB right. and you were all really pleased with that, weren't you?
2: Yeah, it was amazing. I just, I just loved the... Um, I couldn't believe that from the minute you started, your name was just shouted out the whole way around the crowd. I think must be professional crowd supporters because they say <laughs> all the right things. And from start to finish, it was just a buzz. It, my heart was pounding with adrenaline. I don't know how I did run it because I was exhausted just from smiling and laughing. And yeah, it was, it was, it was amazing. amazing. And And I'm still on Cloud9
0: as well. So there wasn't a chance you got overexcited and needed to call in your sponsors to rescue you then, or or (laughs) the the people you were running for.
2: uh, In the middle, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so.
0: Great. So, well, a terrific. Terrific time for you. Now Claire's just joined us. Now you had a you had an amazing time as well, Claire, didn't you?
5: Hi, Trevor. Yeah, I did. I don't see how you can not when you're in London. It's brilliant. It was just the whole weekend was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just um, I was just in the washing up. I am sitting down there.
0: <laughs> People do all sorts of things on this podcast, don't worry. So but not I've never had any guests washing up while they've been a guest on the podcast. But there you go. There you go. So um so you had a great time. Uh, that was a PB as well, wasn't it?
5: It was PB, yeah. I got in on a good for with my previous PB at Manchester, and then I was about five minutes faster. So that was um, kind of didn't know if that was going to happen. So really happy about that.
0: Fantastic. And uh, your, your experience of the day, was that good?
5: It was all great. I actually, so some people were asking me how it compared to the last time I did it because of covid I was kind of wondering if it wouldn't fit if it wouldn't feel as good or if the crowd support wouldn't be as good and it was just to me it was just as much as ever it was brilliant and in, in a way the covid um staggered starts that kind of made it even better because you weren't hanging around for ages and ages waiting and waiting for you cross the start line it was like you know i was queuing up for the loo with katie and then five minutes later i was chatting to someone in my start wave and five minutes after that i was running it was brilliant
0: Fantastic, and uh, Ben, have you is was that your first London Marathon, or you done that before?
6: Um, that was my second London Marathon. I did the um, London 2012. So that was the first marathon I, I ever I ever did back in 2012, and I had a did that one for charity, um, Sparks Medical Research for children back in 2012, and then this one, I managed to get off a good for age place. So. Yeah, and it was like uh, the others have been saying, absolutely incredible. I think it's the best supported course I've ever done for a race, um, like the whole way round, apart from one little bit, which is unlikely. You go under a bridge, under sort of a bridge in the Isle of Dog, Dogs, I think it is. It's uh, there's crowds everywhere, it's and, really great.
0: And uh, Matt and Leah, did you uh, did you find that you know you enjoyed the support along the route? Oh,
4: absolutely! I had to turn down the free pint of beer on route. Um, <laughs> <laughs> somebody was dishing out free beer, and I was very tempted, I have to say, but. I I thought no that could really ruin my day no, no. i haven't trained with beer, so i thought i better not run on it as well.
0: and helen um, helen you've been prac you know you you were telling us right at the beginning you know you were, had this in your mind for ages so when you got there and you started out you know did you anticipate you know in terms of the crowd and the and you know the sheer atmosphere of the thing what it was going to be like before you got there or was that all kind of wow what's going on here
1: Oh, it I, so was. I mean, I was absolutely dreading it. But everybody kept saying, when you get there, don't worry, the crowd will carry you along. And I, I really did not believe that at all. Mm. But once I crossed the start line, I thought I'd entered a carnival. And um, <laughs> a big photograph that's just taken of me all the way around, I'm just beaming. And um, <laughs> it was just amazing. I missed the wall, thank God. And, um, yeah, I just... I t- it was just, I was totally um, Yeah, it was just amazing,
0: totally exhilarating, really. And uh, have, have most of you been inspired to do something similar again?
4: Well, absolutely, yes, yes. We've already been looking at other ones to do. I think, yeah, I think now definitely. we've uh, now we've got our freedom back again. We've got. Definitely got a bit more of a reason to start looking for other things to do.
5: Mm. It's inspired me to do loads of trail running again because I'm actually sick of running on tarmac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so uh, I think flat road races are out for the foreseeable future as far as I'm concerned.
0: Actually I was gonna ask you about that because
5: uh, I've
0: got i I've got a flat road race coming up in a couple of weeks' time. But uh I did my first ever marathon in Amsterdam and having trained in Cornwall, this was 16 years ago, um, I found it really hard in the second half and people said it was because you weren't, you know, there was no up and downs. There was no like going up a hill and then going down the hill too. How did you all find that that sort of contrast between your training and your actual running experience?
3: Yeah, I, must say, I found my my knees were, um, struggled definitely with the, with the flatness. I, I think actually my body appreciates a bit of uh changing in terrain
4: i think that also could be because we have we haven't i don't think we've done enough practicing on concrete and tarmac i think we need to do a bit more of that Because so I, I i must admit i i was a little bit achy afterwards whereas we've run, we've run...
3: <laughs> Matt's a lot faster than i um just to just to point out <laughs> hence the reason he's saying that uh, same surprise that he was aching <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I was all right. And I think that's because I'm so inexperienced. My training had mostly been done, um, obviously, club runs when I could in town, round town, which was, again, flat. And I've been on the Bisso Trail. I think, oh, uh, my goodness, I know every stone on there. So I tried <laughs> to keep it as flat as possible, to be honest. <laughs> so um, I was quite pleasantly surprised. <laughs>
4: If somebody said the bizzo trail was flat, they clearly lied because it's definitely not... There's, there's very few places that are flat around
0: here they are completely flat, aren't there? Unless you run up and down Newham Road, I think, for endless hours. But, Claire, you did that, didn't you? I think you run up and down Newham Road a bit as you're training towards oh, the end, didn't
5: you? Well, no, no. Pete Salby's the man to do that. I did it once. I did a, ti- a half-marathon time trial to kind of get a feel for how fast I might be able to do the marathon. And um, that's the only time I I did that section, actually. And it's just hateful, and I've, I don't want to go back there anytime soon. But... It's the only flat place to run in, in Truro, I think. Yeah, so it's good for the it's good for the training. And yeah, Bisseau Trail and we do Camel Trail, don't we? But they're not they're not tarmac. They're mostly sort of gravelly paths. So actually, even that's not quite a replica for London. <laughs> um, yeah, so I I think it's it's tricky to find good flat training that isn't extremely tedious because you end up going up and down the same few miles otherwise you reach a hill when you live in Cornwall absolutely
0: yeah so Katie uh based on your run uh any thoughts about doing another one or some You know, any got your eye on anything else
2: yeah um we want to do London again but not next year we're going to do it in 2023 which will be my 50th 50th birthday
0: okay so for them. Fantastic, fantastic. And Ben, what have you what have you got uh lined up? So
6: uh I've got um is it Exworth Marathon coming up this weekend on Sunday? It's Glutton for Punishment. Um I'd entered it before and like, I had the choice now. I don't know if I don't know if I'd have given myself a little bit more of a break after the uh London, but um yeah, I've got this coming up on Sunday. And hearing everyone else say that London's not hilly, I was my legs are quite tired on the day quite quick quite early on. So I was I felt every bit of incline as I was running. Um, But it was, yeah, it was great, great fun. But yeah, I felt every little bit of incline and decline in that. Um, that I think mile 23 or 24, there was a little bit you go down and go up again. And I just felt like a massive hill at that point.
0: So uh, I'm going to ask you all for your top tips in a second, just to round it off. But uh, collectively, if people are listening to this and the ballot is still open, would you encourage them to sign in there? Definitely. I would, but
5: I can tell you now the ballot isn't <laughs> open. <over>. Oh, <okay. laughs> Which I'm, I'm feeling quite guilty about because I was meant to apply for somebody and I completely failed. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <Oops>. <laughs> it's definitely a if if you get a chance to run it it's definitely a once in a lifetime experience and if you can do it a a second time or a third time then (laughs) yes i think that's
1: what I'm, i'm sort of saying is that 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 was my once in a lifetime i'm nearly 60 i'm a grandmother I have started to enjoy running, which has come as a major surprise to me. (laughs) But I don't want to put myself or my family through the mental anguish of all that training again. uh, You know, it's on Thursday. I was just dreading Sunday. So um, I'm going to keep it. Well, I would say a half is it's quite achievable now, but not not a full one. But only
5: next year. Just
6: just give it a time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i think yeah. the advice i would give like 100 do it and like pace yourself that's saying like it's a marathon not a sprint just remember that otherwise yeah you'll you'll feel it You're very right. really annoying.
0: well,
1: well uh... my top tip my top tip will be to just do the train do the training and stick at it and you know don't skip anything just keep at the training follow your plan trust the process and enjoy it
0: and, and what about the finish? Did you all enjoy the finish? Because uh, for me personally, anything like this, I always enjoy the finish. I really look forward to the last half a mile and I know I'm going to finish and I'm just going to lap it all up and make the most of it with a big crowd there. Did you enjoy that bit? The last
6: few miles, last mile was hard. I was cramping up in my legs. So the finish, yeah, I was grateful for that. Definitely, definitely grateful for the finish. Couldn't come soon enough. But yeah, it was, yeah I loved it.
0: And what? how did you feel when you crossed that finish line, Helen? Oh, I, I,
1: I said aloud to nobody in particular. Have I just done that? Have I just run a marathon? I was just—I couldn't believe it. I just couldn't believe I'd got to the end alive, to be honest, and uninjured. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Claire, what about you with your PB? I mean, how, you know, when you got close to the line, were you thinking? At what point did you th- realize you were going to, you know, be under your target time for a, a new a new personal best?
5: Um. Yeah. Probably. Probably with about 10k to go, I kind of think that your marathon kind of starts at the last 10k. And I was finding it so, so hard. But I did, I knew at that point, I kind of knew, well, it's hard, but I know I can keep running, actually. And, and even if I slow down a bit, I knew it would be a PB. Um, and London's, it's a funny end, because you kind of, you're running down, what is it, Birdcage Walk, and you see these things saying 600 metres, you're like, oh, my God, it's such a long way then you go around the bend and suddenly the finished gantry is it's all there and it's suddenly over. So it's a kind of a weird finish, but yeah, it was just, it's it, it, you're elated that you've done a, that distance. And <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. And then you're, immediately you can't walk. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's true. Well, I, I can, uh, the first, well, uh, the first one, I say the first one is that I've done hundreds. The first one I did, it was in Amsterdam and, um, you came back to, you started in the old Olympic Stadium, the 1928 Olympic Stadium, and you finished in there as well. And I remember coming back into the stadium, and there was loads of people there and going through the tunnel. And in my head, I was the only one. <laughs> and I remember going around the 300 meters of the stadium. There's a lot of people in the stadium, and I just assumed they're all there for me, and I'm just waving away, you know, and all this stuff, and uh, taking my time and, en- and lapping up every last second of it. So, uh, Great stuff. So let's uh, let's let's uh, wrap this up, uh, ladies and gentlemen. With our, our listeners are keen now to get your your top tip. So bear it in mind if someone's going to try and emulate what you personally did. So we'll start with Helen. You know, from going from nothing to the marathon in a couple of years. Helen, what would be your top tip for listeners who are inspired by your story to get out there and do this?
1: I think uh, don't fear the impossible, basically, and and just train and. If you've done the training, just enjoy it.
0: Great stuff. And Ben, what about you? What would your top tip for marathon runners be? Because, you know, you're a a three-and-a-half-hour marathon runner or a bit less, 3.24 to...
6: Yeah, so mine would be just go out and enjoy it, literally pace yourself so you don't kind of, like, make it so painful for yourself halfway through. Just enjoy it and just have a chat with the people you're running with, Uh, you know, you're running with 40,000 other people effectively have a chat with them because everyone's got different reasons for running. And it's really lovely to hear those reasons. I mean, some people may not want to have a conversation because they're just kind of struggling to keep their breath, you know, with uh, running for so long, but just have a chat with people and enjoy it. And um, yeah. And it's not when, sorry, one other thing was when you cross the line, you know, it's, it's not just those that, those few hours those hours beforehand it's the days the weeks the months it's that training you're putting down it's the whole memories that come with it so there's a whole journey to it so just just enjoy it
0: great stuff Katie and Jim any uh, your top tips
2: I, um, I remember reading this thing I mean the week before I got myself into such a stupid nervous wreck and I took a week I took a week off work <laughs> for waste of time don't ever do that keep yourself <laughs> busy go to work don't worry about that Maybe make sure I didn't make sure I'd eaten properly the day before, which had a big effect. So make sure you've eaten properly. Um, but don't. The go one, on the yeah, the one thing that I read before was about the crowd and all the cheering and everything, and it said, the crowd are there for you, and it's your moment and you deserve to hear that they're, they're cheering for you, and that's your crowd. And so enjoy every second of it. and it was just incredible. And it's true. And so, I didn't, and I don't know if anyone else did, but I would say don't wear headphones because you would miss all of that, and it was amazing.
0: Great, and I would say follow Katie's training plan because it really works. Great stuff! Great stuff. Did you not follow it then, Jim? I don't know. <laughs> I just. <promise. laughs> Uh, so matt and leah what about you what would your top tips be um having uh, you know waited a while for this event to happen
3: um fo- focus on why you want to do it um and not the comparison with other people
4: or, or indeed yourself i mean say so this is the this is, this is the third time round so it, we were when we did the virtual london marathon we our time was a lot faster, but we were a lot fitter then because we were going to the gym and blah, blah, blah. And, and yeah, third time round, we'd lost a huge amount of fitness and enthusiasm as well. And to try and keep it alive was extremely difficult. And it's very easy to put pressure on yourself to compare yourself to where you were 12, 18 months ago. You, people get injured. There's all sorts of reasons why your time might be not as good, but just do your best and yeah, enjoy it.
0: Great stuff. Yeah. Claire, good for age, great, great performance mm. from yourself. So, what would your top tip be?
5: I thought about this, and my top tip actually is go wear your name on your top because, yeah. like Katie's saying, the crowd is there for you. And if they're shouting out your name constantly, which they are if they can see it written on you, it's unbelievable how much that pushes you on. So, yeah, that's that. It's such a psychological boost. Um, and I didn't have my name, but I did have Truro, and they're like, Yeah, you know, Truro, and it was just it was so good. So, that's my top tip.
0: Great stuff! So Get your name mm-hmm. on your shirt. Well, uh, I followed a book by a guy called Bob Glover the first time I ran a marathon, and it, I sort of read it cover to cover every night for ages, and uh, he said scroll your name on your shirt and it did work uh, when people call out your name it is such a motivational boost so there we go everybody well thanks very much indeed for coming on sharing those uh, great tips and ideas and what an experience you've had and congratulations to all of you for uh, doing so well in the in the london marathon and good luck with the, the next time and helen you know we've heard it on here it's going out to the world you said you're not going to do another one so when you do <laughs> we'll get you back on <laughs> No, <laughs> and you can, you, know us, you can tell us <laughs> you can tell us why you changed your mind so uh great stuff but thanks very much for coming on the show everybody and uh yeah we'll see you all soon thank you very much indeed <laughs> well i hope you've enjoyed that ladies and gentlemen some great stories there that we've experienced and uh you know it just shows doesn't it what a what a you know what an amazing thing running the london marathon is you know i mean running is one of those sports isn't it you can be in the same race as the best person in the world. Now, in any other sport, that's virtually impossible for you to be doing that, but not with running. So if you're inspired by that, then, you know, there's no better time than to start training, is there? a pledge that you're going to target a marathon. That's probably the best thing to do. is say, right, that's the one I'm going for in a year's time or whenever it is. And get out there, start doing your plan. But do follow a training plan. Follow Katie's training plan, according to Jim, because that will see you through. You can't cut corners if you're going to run a marathon so ladies and gentlemen I hope that's going to be good for you I'm off to run the London the London Marathon the Newport Marathon on the 24th of October and at the moment I'm planning to do a recording on the way round so uh, (laughs) so if I get round and uh, you know don't worry I won't play every minute of it because it'll take me hours to do it but um, that'll be the next episode and if you'd like to come on the show then please do drop me a line podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk and I'll organise for you to come on the show and don't forget In November, I'm going to do a little uh, podcast resume of people's plans for 2022. So if you'd like to be given a shout out on that, the best thing to do is just record it on your phone. as a little voice memo, one or two minutes. Hey, Trevor, this this is my name, this is where I'm from, and these are my plans for 2022. It'd be great if I could get seven or eight little clips, all of you together, you get a shout out on the show. So please do that, and that would be fantastic. If you like the show, please share it, please review it, and I'll see you very
6: soon. Thanks for listening.